Greetings everybody. Today we are going to speak on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It says in Acts 1 verse 5, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days hence. That is the promise of the Holy Spirit. And then the reason is given in verse 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And then in Acts 2 we read, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like of a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is a reason the Holy Spirit has been given. The Lord gave the Holy Spirit for a wonderful reason and he first asked me to look up wait and the dictionary says to stay in one place, to remain inactive in expectation of something, be prepared for something. And for a Christian to wait for the promise of the Father is to wait in one place, inactive, but in prayer, to come to Christ prepared for the promise of the Father and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now we will see in the book of Acts how the Holy Spirit transformed their lives, making them bold and effective enabling them to move forward in Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit to save the lost, heal the sick, and deliver the oppressed. And this we see as we read the whole of the book of Acts. And then the Holy Spirit moved through many men and women throughout history and today, through us, who are baptized in the Holy Spirit. And the book of Acts will only be completed at the second coming of Jesus because the promise of the Holy Spirit is not restricted to the disciples or to the early church, but is here for every believer who will receive him right up to the second coming of Christ. Now, what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? If we look in 1 Corinthians 12, 4 to 11, will tell you. Now there are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit, and there are differences in administration but the same Lord, and there are diversities of operation but it is the same God which works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit him with all. For to one is given the Spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, 
to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discernment of the spirits, to the other different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. For all these works that the one and the self-same spirit divides to every man severally as he wills. And this shows us that the gifts are from the same Holy Spirit and are for all who receive the Holy Spirit. And God divides them severally as he wills, which means we can receive more than one gift several times or even all the gifts. So to make it easy, I've divided them into three groups where others have as well <laughs> before me. There are three vocal gifts three revelation or intellectual gifts, and three power gifts. So we'll start with the vocal gifts. And if we read back, we'll read, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So this was given in the upper room all right, already. And this gift of tongues had several functions. First, the gift of tongues brings us more quickly and deeper into the presence of God. Two, the gift of tongues enables us to pray the right prayer for others and makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered as we pray for them. As Romans 8, 26-27 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Third, the gift of tongues enables us to speak in a language we cannot speak. Acts 2, 6 11 says, Now when this, this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because every man heard them speak in his own language. I experienced this once in Africa. I was invited to speak to a youth group. I did not know that they couldn't speak English. They did not know I couldn't speak their language. The leader was upset because there was not uh, any chance of getting somebody else to interpret for me. And she could not interpret. She says, you got us into this, you get us out of this. I went up to the lectern and began to speak in tongues. Everyone started to listen intently, so I decided to carry on in tongues. For 15 minutes I spoke in tongues. The people began to kneel and then they stood up and began to lift their arms in the air. And I ran out of tongues and I stopped. And their leader rushed forward and said, I thought you said you couldn't speak our language. I said, I can't, not one word. She says, but I've just heard the best gospel message come out in your mouth from your mouth in our perfect language. 
and all these young people have just received Jesus as Lord and Saviour. 4. Tongues helps us to use the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. Ephesians 6, 17-18 And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseveration and supplication for all saints. Five, tongues, by which God gives us a word in a special language, can be used in a public place, a church. It's a message from him to the congregation, which should always be followed by an interpretation where the church will be encouraged and edified by this message. It is also will be a sign for unbelievers. The second gift of the Spirit is interpretation of tongues, where the tongue is interpreted by oneself or another person. As we step out in faith and begin to speak, God will fill our mouth with the interpretation. There may be more than one interpretation, interpretation but not usually more than three. The third vocal gift is the gift of prophecy. The Old Testament speaks about this in Samuel 10, 6, Joel 2, 28. It is a clear word from the Lord in the known language of the people to encourage and to strengthen their faith. And the spontaneous word from God will edify one person or the whole group. And if the Lord wants to prophesy through you, he will quicken your spirit and speak through your own natural voice in your own language. And Corinthians 14.1 encourages us to desire this gift. But we must know God in prayer and be able to hear him speak to you. For if you cannot hear God, it will be impossible to move in these gifts. So those are the three vocal gifts. Tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. The three revelation gifts or intellectual gifts are discernment, knowledge, and wisdom. First, discernment. Discernment will show us what is from God, what is of the flesh, and what is of the devil. And this also works well with the vocal gifts because one can see if this prophecy is from God or not from God. And this will help us to know if it is a true prophecy or not. So the gift of discernment will guide the group as to what God is actually saying. And by waiting on God longer, he will either redirect them or confirm that the word was correct. And we need to do this because there are some false prophets who will say some nice words, but they are not from God, but from the flesh. And we need to discern these people from the true prophets. 
I've actually need the gift of discernment almost daily of who to trust, who not to trust, which countries to go to and which countries I must not go to. And the gift of discernment will discern the type of spirit behind a person or message, the source, nature and activity. And if the word is not from God, you will sense sense the nature of a human spirit or even the presence of an evil spirit. But if the word is from God, you will sense the presence of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit. So the gift of discernment is that to detect false revelation or deception from the true. So we need to test the spirit for truth or error. The word of knowledge, when you know that you know that you know something, but you do not know how you know it. This is a supernatural revelation of facts, past, present, future, about a person or situation not known by the natural mind. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will interrupt your thoughts with another thought or word or feeling. An impression, <coughs> a vision, or simply an inner knowledge. For instance, I often know if a certain person will be healed before they are healed. And I will say to them, the Lord is going to heal you. You will be walking in a few minutes. This increases their faith to receive. And sure enough, they are walking in a few minutes. One of our workers in Haiti had an urgent word of knowledge to get the orphans out of the orphanage as soon as possible. He obeyed that gift of knowledge, got the children out, and a few seconds later the earthquake came and that orphanage fell to the ground, but the children were saved. And then there is the word of wisdom. The Holy Spirit will give you God's wisdom to move forward in a certain course of action. He may reveal God's purpose and plans for your life and ministry or how to lead a meeting. This may come in a vision or impression of how we should do things in a certain way before we actually do them. This happened to me in Ghana when I was teaching on how to come into the presence of God in prayer where suddenly I saw myself gathering the pastors into a circle. So I called them forward and we formed a circle. This seemed to increase the intimacy when the Holy Spirit suddenly came down and through a powerful tongue and interpretation gave us specific guidance of how to reach remote villages. And we all responded wholeheartedly and it was greatly successful. Sometimes the word of knowledge and wisdom work together. Jesus saw by the word of knowledge that the woman had five husbands. He also received the word of wisdom that others would be saved by her in her villages. And so Jesus used these, these gifts all the time himself. 
The revelation gifts protect us and prepare us for effective ministry and for things to come. And in order to move in these gifts, you must be in contact with God in prayer. You must hear him and you must obey him. And as you obey him by doing the things God has told you to do, he will confirm what he has told you to do with signs and wonders following. The three powerful gifts, healing, working miracles, and great faith. The gift of faith I'll start with because the other two we know so well often works hand in hand with other gifts for a specific time or purpose to accomplish a certain task. We may see it in advance and it gives us boldness to move out in faith. Then there's the gift of miracles where you will see supernatural demonstrations that alters or controls the normal laws of nature. Food being multiplied, rain suddenly stopping to end a drought. And I've seen these things happen. In Uganda, in a severe war situation, a mango tree began to bear fruit continuously for three years to feed the refugees. These miracles are happening today. In Jesus, in the Bible, Jesus turned water into wine, calmed the storm, walked on water, and fed 5,000 people with only five loaves and two fishes. Mostly a working miracle requires action. When we receive a word of wisdom and the supernatural knowledge of what is about to happen, we must follow God's instruction and miracles happen. Notice that the miracle happened only after the fish and bread were handed out. Miraculous multiplication. In the Bible, God said to Moses in Exodus 14, 50-60, Why are you crying to me? Speak to the children of Israel that they go forward. Lift up your rod, stretch your hand over the sea to divide it, so the children of Israel may go over on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Here the Lord told Moses exactly what to do and what he was going to do. And as Moses obeyed, the miracle happened and the sea parted and the children of Israel went through. We must first hear God, then obey God in faith. I saw the gift of a miracle in Africa once. We were left, 17 of us, with only a little bit of cereal. It may give us uh, one or two teaspoons each. Anyway, our host said grace and began to spoon the cereal out in the 17 bowls. As soon as more, she carried on spooning and spooning and spooning until there were 17 bowls full of cereal. And still the same amount left in the cereal box. We all ate our full. There were, we were four hours to the nearest shop. What a wonderful way to end a youth camp. Then the gift of healing. 
to the one who is sick. The Lord works many different ways in healing the sick and can use more than one gift to do so. He will sometimes tell us what is wrong first and as we pray they will be healed. Sometimes it's a different way. Once I prayed for deaf ears and the word blockage came into my mind. So I prayed for the blockage to be removed and suddenly fluid came out of the ear and within a few minutes the man could hear perfectly. So here that was discernment and we need to hear God clearly and obey him exactly. Jesus always points to the Father. Jesus did nothing on his own strength or authority. He only did what he saw and heard the Father doing. He obeyed the Father on all occasions. He never guessed. He never took a chance. He only did what he heard from the Father. And this is why it was so wonderfully successful. Sometimes the gifts will work together. three or four gifts for one miracle. I was coming back from Kenya. We had to stop at Anglican Church on the way to the airport. I gave the gospel message and sat down. They suddenly brought this man dying of HIV AIDS on a stretch and placed him on the children's mat in front of the church. I had no faith to pray for that man. He looked like he'd be dead any time now. I prayed. I said, Lord, what about that man dying of HIV AIDS? And the Lord gave me the gift of knowledge. I will heal him. But how, Lord? I said, we have to leave to catch the plane in 10 minutes. And the Lord gave me the gift of wisdom. He gave me a picture of me pulling him to his feet. I'd never do that normally, but then they called me to the front. The Lord gave me the gift of faith as it rose within me. I went straight up to the man, took him by the hand and said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. I pull him to his feet. The gift of healing pops in he is instantly healed. I say goodbye, go and get the plane, and a week later, I get an email. He's gone back to the doctor. He is fully healed. There is no more HIV AIDS within him. He's put on weight. He's got a job, and over 100 families joined that church as a result of that healing. The Lord had to use four gifts of the Holy Spirit to perform one healing. The Lord will show you exactly how to do it. In Latvia, I prayed for a girl that wanted to be set free from a serious stutter. I prayed and asked the Lord how to pray for her. And I saw in the spirit a tractor approaching a very young girl. So I told her what I had seen and she burst into tears, 
telling me that a tractor had run over her when she was four years old. Although she was unhurt as the wheels had gone either side of her, she had such a terrible fright that she had been stuttering ever since. I told her that Jesus knew about this. He had been there all the time for her, wanting to comfort her. She cried out to Jesus and allowed his loving arms to enfold her in the spirit. And the stutter left from that second. So, we need to obey God and do it. And there may be some people here who would like to be baptized in the Holy Spirit today. And there may be others who have never received Jesus as Lord. So I'd like to pray for you now. Pray now with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me for every sin I've ever done. I choose to follow you in truth and righteousness from this moment on. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. And those that want to be baptised in the Holy Spirit, just carry on praying with me. And Lord, I ask you, please baptise me in your glorious Holy Spirit along with the nine gifts that we heard about this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, you've received Jesus and others have received the Holy Spirit as well. Spend more time in prayer. Get to know God in prayer so that you can hear from God and obey God and move in the ways that God has told you so that he might confirm what he has told you to do with signs and wonders following. You'll be laying hands on the sick and watch them being healed, maybe working miracles, maybe great faith. God wants to use you in this end times. Jesus is coming back very soon. He loves you so, so much. God bless you greatly and do buy a Bible and read it and find yourself a Bible-believing church if you haven't got one and arrange to get baptized in water to confirm what you've done today. Those are for those who are receiving Jesus for the first time and those who are being baptized in the water, sorry, in the spirit. Start practicing and moving in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. God bless you, and we will now hand back to Pastor Bobo. Thank this wonderful first Sunday in August. It is a great joy and great lifting to having you right here online on the studio. We want to say thank you for bringing the life word this morning into this broadcast. People of God, we just want to just time us not in our favor this morning, but we just want to pray just to pray for the nation. Will we continue praying for the nation? Because where we are now, we are now hanging around because the election is closed. So we want to, everybody want to see what God is going to do. And then the changes, because every 
transition. Everybody's praying for transition to, to take place this time. People of God, you're out there this Sunday morning, first in August, first Sunday in August. I'm telling you what you have received, the power of the Holy Spirit this morning. It's only the Holy Ghost can do something. Only the Holy Ghost can do something. So we want to determine, as you have determined out there, you want to see the change to come to this country. The Holy Ghost, have to, we have to put the Holy Ghost in the front of the battle in the spiritual realm. This morning, our evangelism to decree and declare over the nations that the power of transition will take place. That's the one prayer I want you, evangelist Susan, all the way from England to pray. The power of transition. When the righteous man rules, the people rejoice. So we need the power of transition. God, to help the nations. Back to you as you pray this morning for this nation. Oh, Lord, only you are King of kings and Lord of lords. Only you can give us a power of the Holy Spirit to live changed lives. And Lord, I firstly pray for every listener that they will turn to you and get baptized in the Holy Spirit and move out in the power of the Holy Spirit to do great works for you. And Lord, we also pray in a prime minister in Sierra Leone who will judge in truth, righteousness, and justice. We pray for a man who knows you and who is baptized in the Holy Spirit. We pray, Sierra Leone, back to Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> 